University with a life-changing Regent Business School MBA degree. Mid-year registrations are now open. For more on the Regent MBA and undergraduate qualifications, including the BCom and BAdmin degrees, visit regent.ac.today or email study at regent.ac.today. Regent Business School, developing global leaders in Africa. AM Live with Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And let's start with a few SMSs uh, before we get on with it. Sam Ditsejo says, I'm interested in the Ahmed Timol case because I read uh, Gordon Winter's uh, book, Inside Boss, and it reveals how um, Timol and Sipo Malaza actually died. If Gordon Winter is still alive, uh, I'm sure this is what he would tell the inquest. And he also said that Onkopotse Tiro was killed by the South African government's Z squad. And then uh, Eddie in Winnenaltra says, SK, rest assured we were uh, well under Bongi's good hands yesterday. Reports of the AG on municipalities will continue to take this shape because there are no consequences. Wrong people in strategic positions and we are only looking at SOEs in terms of capture whereas municipalities are also captured by the same people who captured the other entities. I hope that this time around the same method used to free the SABC will be used to free municipalities. People are stealing from municipalities without penalties and uh, tell me of only one municipal manager who is in jail. That's from Eddie in Wodendalsras. AK says an independent body should investigate the Captiva issue, not the health department. And a final one from Judas who says, SK, the SABC board fired Mr. You-Know-Who and announced the reversal of some of his now infamous decisions, but never said a thing on the weekend live on SA on Sundays. And when will our program come back on uh, 6 to 9? Who is enforcing uh, this ban under the new board? So some of the issues raised there by our listeners. And of course, uh, 40938 SMS line number. Uh, some of them came from there and others uh, from our Twitter feeds at AM Live on SAFM or at Sakina Kamwendo. 12 minutes after 7. Mental health patients in 160 NGOs in Gauteng are in dire straits uh, because the provincial Department of Health has stopped funding them. Now, according to the Democratic Alliance, staff at some of the NGOs have not been getting their salaries, while others are considering taking the department to court. For more on this, we join on the line by the DA's Gauteng Shadow MEC for Health, Jack Bloom. Thanks for your time this morning, Mr. Bloom. Good morning. Nice to be with you. So, I think for most of us, when we read something like this, you're still thinking of uh, life is it demeni. Um, is this a similar sort of situation? Should we be concerned to that extent about this? Well, I think we should be concerned that some very good NGOs, not the, the terrible ones that uh, were involved with the Fidimeni um, tragedy, um, are not being paid by the Gauteng Health Department uh, for three months now, and they're unable to look after their patients. Now, that's what we should be concerned about because, uh, you know, these are very vulnerable people, NGOs that uh, have in the past proved to be providing good care, and because of some very unreasonable reasonable uh, requirements uh, imposed on them in a very short period um, are not being paid. And I think the housing health department needs to give them time to, to meet the new licensing requirements. 
but meanwhile they do have to be paid. I mean, some of these NGOs are struggling to feed their patients, and that's where we see that there could be uh, another tragedy in the future because they're not able to care for these very vulnerable people. So, as you say, uh, this is about uh, new uh, stringent licensing requirements that the department uh, is now expecting these NGOs to adhere to. But uh, what is a reasonable time, according to you, that the department should give these NGOs to meet those requirements? Well, let me give you one of the requirements, which is uh, zoning or rezoning with the, the local council. Now, at the best of times, that will take several months. It could take even more than a year. But uh, these NGOs were told, no, you must get your zoning uh, all settled with the local council uh, you know, in, in a very short period. Now, that simply can't happen. And there's other requirements that also will take a bit of time to do. But they're certainly not able to meet these requirements if their funding is cut off. It, it's very, very tragic. I mean, some NGOs have actually had to send patients away. Uh, you know, staff are not being paid. They can't feed them. I don't know why the Housing Health Department has taken this uh, very strong line and very unreasonable line. Uh, surely the best way forward is to sit down with each of these NGOs and determine what is a reasonable time for them to meet the new requirements. But in the meantime, they do need to be paid. How do they expect uh, these NGOs to continue with their very good work if they're not receiving a subsidy? And all they get is 3,400 rand a patient a month. And you must understand that otherwise the department is paying 15,000 rand uh, for Sedimeni or the Selby Park Hospital where they have other um, lower functioning mental health patients. Uh, but the, uh, the, the, this instance, I think the department needs to be more reasonable, needs to rethink its approach, and they have to resume funding of these NGOs before the situation gets worse. Well, have you had uh, opportunity to interact with the MEC uh, or the department at uh, another level? And what has the response been? Well, you know, I'm raising this publicly now because I'm alarmed about the situation. Uh, today in the Gauteng Legislature, I have a question to the MEC for health on the situation. We're also debating the, the health budget debate today, and I'll raise it there again. Um, I really think that the department has to be reasonable in this situation. Uh, we are dealing with uh, something like 6,000 mental health patients who are, uh, who are being assisted by these NGOs, and they simply can't do it without funding. So, yes, the new licensing requirements need to be met, but they also need sufficient time in order to, to realize these requirements. So is there already, um, you know, any negative impact on the work that the facilities do and on the patients themselves, given this lack of funding at the moment? Well, yes, there is. Um, you know, I mean, some, some of these NGOs really are quite desperate. They, they, they're having to ask for donations for food, and I think that's a terrible situation to be in. And uh, how would you feel like it if you hadn't been paid for three months? Because that's what some of these staff members haven't been paid. So I, I think it's a terrible situation. I don't know why the Carlton Health Department is all is deaf to all pleas for assistance, but uh, it's not too late for them to reverse the situation, restore the funding, and uh, give a reasonable amount of time for these NGOs to meet the new licensing requirements. And I see you also say, Mr. Bloom, that uh, there is at least one NGO that has won a case against the department in this regard. 
That's correct. Uh, one NGO took the department to court and they won the case uh, for the department to resume paying them. So that, I think, shows you how unreasonable the department has been, that they lost the court case. And, in fact, there's other NGOs that are also going to court. So uh, I really think that, um, you know, why do, why do NGOs who are doing good work have to go to court to force the department to meet its obligations? It's utterly wrong. And I think they should uh, resume funding it as soon as possible before they're taken to court uh, by more NGOs. Well, thanks so much for your time this morning. Uh, the Democratic Alliance's Gauteng Shadow MEC for Health, Jack.